Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Firm. I'm your host, Alex Gore. I'm here with my co-host, Lance Minuteman Psycho. Hey, there's the last minute nickname. <laughs> there we go. Perfection. We had nothing on the books until oh, then, man, I didn't even want to type it happened. in. Because yeah. I want people, what does that mean? I don't know. Come up with your own conclusion. Hey, come up with your own conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to dive into construction, forecasting, some good architecture posts by uh, Tyler. Then we have a great read. Very excited about that. <clears throat> Before we get into all that, I want to tell you a story, Lance. This is a story from Tony Robbins. You know who Tony Robbins is, right? To- Tony Robbins. Yep. So here is the golf story, okay? Where did you hear this story? <sighs> Better Roast Cooling Show, maybe? I don't even know what that is, but Something that like sounds that. great. Yep. So l- l- this guy goes to get golf lessons, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, he, ha- he hires a golf coach, and the golf coach helps him, and he starts hitting the ball better and straighter, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm truncating this, this whole story, right? Nice word. The next day he comes, and... He's missing again. He's missing again. Hmm. And he's hitting it off, you know. It might go 200 yards, but it goes 80 yards to the left or to the right. And the golf coach isn't saying anything. He's getting frustrated. And he finally, like, says to the golf coach, like, aren't you going to do anything? I'm, like, 80 yards off. And the golf coach goes, no, you're actually, like, a quarter of a millimeter off. And he's, like, you know where this is going. Yeah, okay. It's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you need to address where you hit the ball uh-huh. by a quarter of a millimeter. Yeah. And then it will go straight. Oh my gosh. Okay. So then he, so if you think about how nuanced golf is and how hard it actually is, it's super hard, man, but that's how close you are. And then if you can do that consistently, right, your golf game explodes, especially if you have a coach that can show you how to do that mm-hmm. and how to get there. Should you, should you go to top golf and, uh, what what? <laughs> Go for yard on your first yeah. swing, <laughs> yeah. and then feel a muscle pull, yeah. and then just think, "Hey, that's no big deal. Not a big deal. You got another forty five minutes. Yep. You didn't invite anyone. Keep ripping it, and then as literally hard as, as hard as possible. Yeah. And then literally rip your muscle. What's, what's stro- yeah? What stroke did that maybe occur at? Like I, honestly, like like when the muscle started hurting, was it like second, second, third? Tell Number me. one, I went for oh yard right away. Gosh. <laughs> I just swung that bad boy. <laughs> I go, oh, that's uh, that doesn't feel good at all. And then every single hit after did not feel good at all. <sighs> none of them felt, none of them did not hurt. Yeah. Yep. Al goes for yard. Four. <sighs> yeah. I impressed my doctor. He said, that's very impressive how much you injured yourself. <laughs> it's like you continued to swing. Yep. I just kept going. Wow. Anyways, if I had a coach, <laughs> that wouldn't have happened. And this is a, Baby steps. a segue yeah. into, if you think about it, your sales, your marketing, your efficiency, 
your productivity, everything that you do, architects are on the golf course swinging and they're hitting it left or right 80 yards. If we can just adjust you by millimeters, you can come in to our group, buildabetterco.com and see what's happening there. Wow. You are millimeters away from success. Wow. You already have the clubs. You already got the shirts. You already are on the course. You're already swinging. Mm-hmm. Let's just fine tune it so that you can make profit. You can have a better life. Do cooler projects. Buildabetterco.com. Wow. Wow. Good read. Uh, the other place you want to go to is arcat.com because if you can't find the product data you're looking for, you might be using the wrong search engine. Broad searches result in consumer products, out-of-date information, and websites that hide or don't have the information you're looking for. If you need specifications, CAD or BIM, arcat.com is your search engine. Find and download the up-to-date data you need fast. Arcat.com is free and requires no registration, so try arcat today. That's A-R-C-A-T. Dot com. Last, certainly not least, Duratherm defines the category of all wood, completely custom hardwood windows and doors that deliver on your architect vision. And everyone knows that that is why they refuse to rest on their laurels. And while the Duratherm brand is built upon their expertise in wood windows, they are proud to announce the introduction of a clad exterior feature for our windows. Learn more at DuratherMWindow.com. Tom, Al, back to you. This is your show, mostly. Good well, story, boy. I am really impressed with that. How you weave that in there for an ad and everything like that. Seems to me like you should. What, what's like building a story brand? What am I looking for here? Yeah, made, yeah, made, yeah. The, made the stick. Like yeah. what? Where does where does this come from that you learned how to do that? Yeah, both of those. Yeah. Um, but then also too. I didn't know we were gonna go on a tangent of hurting yourself and continuing to hurt yourself with uh-huh. me and the. Top golf because that his was his whole risk. life. No, no, this is like he broke his leg once. Yes, <laughs> he had to get those rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get those boards. Gotta get those. Poor guy. Gotta Jeez. Get Poor guy. That Gotta was so bad. Gotta go for it. Um, but but that so that unplanned uh, interjection there relates. Like people will literally beat their head against the wall and do the same thing because they think that. Hey, I, I'm just taking these swings. I'm going to get better, right? If there was a coach there, obviously, they would have been like, you're going to rip your muscle off your arm. Stop you know, doing that. Do you know who, this is going to set you back. Yeah, you yeah. can't golf if you can't do you know golf. Who, do you know who would have agreed with your approach? With your, uh, approach sorry. Who? David Goggins. Like yeah. That's what's so crazy about David Goggins. Is like <laughs> He would have actually agreed with this. He's yeah. so crazy. He hurts himself. It's, it but happens. like I respect him. I don't know. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Don't you don't have to. That's th- thank you for circling it back. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's hard. <laughs> there is a better way. Okay. There um there is a uh benefit to toughness and stubbornness and getting things done. Because that's what my wife said. Like, well, you're supposed to like be able to do that. But she she's just being so nice to you. I love that. Yeah. What a wife. Good job, Yanny. But in business, let's be smart. Let's let's be smart. Okay, you've already the toughness is already there, and here's how I know. I'm not sure you need to be that kind of tough in a business. Yeah. Well, m- mental toughness, and, and you've oh you've yeah ar- sure you've you've already gotten to it. If you've started a firm, that means you've already gone through internship, ADP, college, master's degrees, uh, 
uh, studying for all the tests, which are random and chaotic, getting all that done while you're probably either growing a family or trying to live your life and have a relationship. So you got that covered. So now let's do the smart part. Let's do the smart part. On that on that note, I I'm glad you're talking about this because I have a, something I wanted you to ponder and just think about. Mm-hmm. So I was on a... Uh, I was on a podcast interview the other day. Somebody had me on their show, <coughs> and we talked about. Uh, actually, sorry, I had I interviewed them. There'll be a Monday morning show, but what they brought up was that, so it was this, it was this uh, couple, and they I think they are professors at Indiana University. They're business coaches. They have a book out, uh, and I, th- there was a contrast I thought was so brilliant that I just I was like, oh, I'm gonna use that from now on. So. And I think you even heard me talking about it, over, overheard me talk about it to somebody else. Oh, to Nate Hacker. Hacker, this is partly about you. And I was talking about, I go, so there's this phrase. This is one of what I'm getting at, it, but it's there's this phrase it's called uh, analysis paralysis, right? Yes. Okay. So, <clears throat> and, uh, but but what, what relates to that is I had been thinking, like a lot of people I think think about entrepreneurs and business owners is that, we are comfortable with fear, like we're comfortable mm. with risk. When it's when it, when really, is it actually we're just comfortable with uncertainty? Yeah, and and if we're gonna be precise in terms, should we nail it down to that uncertainty? What do you think? Risk? To me, it, it really spoke. That really spoke to me better than I'm more comfortable. With the unknown, well, the unknowns are, that's that's a synonym. That's a synonym to the uncertainty. What do you think about that? If you had to boil it down, what I'm getting at is like, because you don't know, right? I mean, honestly, there's some weeks where we don't get any inquiries for new business, and then we get a little uncertain. But it's like, well, am I gonna let? Let's say let's say that happened all week. Yep. Monday through Friday, we had no inquiries. None of us, me, you, Gresh, nobody had any inquiries. None. Yep. And we're and we're staring down the barrel of, wow, we just checked in with staff on Monday. We need to get some work in the into this firm. Yep. It's interesting. Like you can't let that ruin your kid's birthday party. Here, here's the <laughs> difference. Because I looked up the definitions, and I think there's a subtle differences. But again, subtle difference millimeters make a difference. Hey. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Uncertainty. Not able to be relied on. Not known or definite right? Risk, a situation involving exposure to danger. Uncertainty can lead to risk to danger. But the difference I think here Mm -hmm. is the emotional response. Mm -hmm. Uncertainty isn't as emotional. It just means something's not definite. Something's not definite. Yep. It's out there. Yep. A risk is danger. Now where they, they do closely relate. Yeah. But like danger elicits a fear response. Now you're in fight, flight, panic. Now you might be bringing that home you to your family, to your business partner, to everyone else. So take, I think it is appropriate to take what people call risk and put it in the uncertainty category, right? Because then you can try to make it certain. You know what I mean? Now, now you can set yourself up to like, okay, what is uncertain? How do I control those? How do I make those levers work? Blah, blah, blah. What do you, what do you prefer then? Uncertainty. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a good, uh, I don't know. They just refocused the whole thing. I really appreciated. 
that. I just thought like that was another layer I haven't thought about before. It's way better. Way better. It's like it's like that's like a stoic approach to the whole thing. Yeah. 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 That kind of way. I like it. It's tricky because that's the balance. That is the balance. Is like if you're gonna take this leap and try to own your own business, if you're gonna take this leap and try to be an entrepreneur, then you will you you run the risk of seriously like mentally in, mentally and then maybe physically injuring yourself mm. if you don't if you're not comfortable with that if you're not comfortable with the uncertainty right because like like think about your coping mechanisms you could have with that right like just the stress alone and then maybe the stress leads to like drinking and smoking and doing bad stuff or not sleeping taking it going home kicking the dog yeah crap like that but doesn't uncertainty uncertainty seem like something that you can tackle more than just general risk? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do we got? What do we got next, Al? Rents have peaked, but construction challenges down the road loom Ugh. large. So boy, I think oh that boy. there's some important points right here. So um, Dan Yell Hale of Realtor.com Chief Economist said, I do think we've seen the peak rent for 2023. For the third consecutive month, asking rent prices or vacancy units advertised by landlords had wow. fallen, declined 1% over the same period a year ago, according to the same thing. Okay, so basically we are at a point, Hale added, that in the season where we typically see a decline in rents. And rents are down from a year ago, mm -hmm. as they've been for the past few months. And so that means we're likely to see that in 2022 was the peak for rents. Here's the thing. The big reason for the slowdown, more housing. I love it. More competition. Hey. Crazy hey. thought. In the past three years, builders added 1.2 million apartments to the markets with 2023 shaping to be a peak at year as developers expect to open 460,000, almost 461 rentals by year end. Okay. While, but... <sighs> Okay, while the time to completion on multifamily projects is much larger than single-family homes, in our view, this glut of multifamily supply will eventually suppress apartment rent growth. Uh, Vivin? Vinay Vizwanathan. Yep. A fixed income strategist. I've been strategist. saying Vivek Rem Swami so much that I that's why I could do that. Yeah, at Goldman Sachs wrote in the note, uh, for the firm's housing team. So holy cow, Al, good news, Gore. Okay. I think. Well, <laughs> sorry. Know, so far, it's good news, isn't it? Like, don't we? Isn't this what you want, society? You want lower rents? You want better housing? I'm that's just great saying. news. Great news. Yeah. What's the worst? Let's see how the table turns. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> already West Coast metro areas are facing apartment construction slump. Ah, it's bad news for me now. So this Architects. year they're going to make the they're gonna make the most, right? But data from CoStar Group shows developers are on pace to build less than thirty-two thousand apartments in the Los Angeles, Whoa. San Francisco. Whoa, a, that's a crash. Marking a roughly twenty percent drop compared that's to twenty twenty one. The worst, it's the worst thing that could ha be oh. happening. <laughs> Jay Librick, National Director of <laughs> Multifamily Analytics at CoStar Group, said in a statement, the region still doesn't have enough housing. So maybe I missed... Did they... No, no, hang on. I just have a, a hypothesis here as I want to run by you. So is the problem... Is the problem that they shot themselves in the foot by 
by building too much too fast and then prices and then rents dropped so then the cash flow doesn't make any sense plus the fed please please with the interest rates are just destroying me i don't think them building that much was the problem i think that these uh fed rate interest hikes where they literally spike yeah. and then come back down kills throughput and it, it and, and it makes a stop in the economy uh and that and then to fire that back up yeah takes a while so here's the point is that they had all this all of a sudden the interest rates went up they paused so they're finishing all the building this year there's not going to be enough new coming on yeah here's the problem lance is that literally right now slash four months ago they should have started back up all these projects so that when the glut happens they're you know like ready to go again. I know, which is this is but, what you've been you've been telling people like, come on. But the yes, but the scary part though is Lance is that they've paused, and if they continue to pause long enough, it's going to be a self fulfilling prophecy. Mm. Do you get why? Yes. Because essentially, oh, there's no more construction because we didn't do all the architecture and engineering. Thus, the economy is failing. Thus, why would we build something yes. if the economy is failing? Yeah, right. Rather than smooth it out and. You can blame them, but you could also blame the Fed if they hold for too long, which is they normally don't lower interest rates until something breaks. That's been how I feel about it. No, no, that's been the precedent. Yeah. Yep. Every time. Yep. So one of my buddies is uh, one of my fishing buddies. He bought all of his. He's got like 10 rentals. He's super wealthy, dude. And he bought uh, he bought everything in 2013 after they broke it and yep. after they then tried to supercharge the economy again by having the crazy low interest rates. Cause I asked him, I go like, do you, <clears throat> um, I'm just talking shop when we're fishing on Monday. And he was like, I was like, Are you, did you, did you end up uh, refinancing everything? You know, when interest rates were low, like summer before last or whenever it was, hmm. I was like, Oh no, we already, we never had to because we bought in 2013. Like we timed it. We timed it perfectly. Yep. Snatched everything up. And, like he's, 44 and he's probably going to hopefully retire in the next couple of years type of thing. But Crazy. anyway, I'm not, I'm just saying it's pointing to Alex's point. I'm trying to reinforce it. The, this is what they do. So this is on Yahoo finance. The, but the lack of construction could become a bigger problem oh, nationwide frick. after next year. Frick. The number of new apartments is frick. expected to drop by nearly 16% to 408,000 in 2025 from 484 in 2024. Ooh, they're projecting two years out. Then, with the new completion bottling out at 2026, yep. approximately 400,000 units, we're seeing a pullback in projects moving forward across the country right now because developers are unable to get the financing for construction loans, and they are really struggling to get equity to start new projects. Okay, so that's that. That's that. Uh, moving on from multifamily into home prices i love that you called me good news gore and then here we go sorry it felt good <laughs> premature minute lance hey <laughs> you want to you want to talk about callbacks we're going to start through well, this is like the callback episode yeah. i love that we aren't telling them why your name is minute lance. <laughs> america we hey we be, you know why we're not because our audience is like super smart big brains big brains yeah i agree <clears throat> Next article, Yahoo Finance. Americans really hate the idea of buying a house right now. Ah. I'm sure this isn't news to anyone. This is by Danny Romero. They really do, man. They really yes. do. Yes, 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 yes. Um, 
That's with a record share of Americans still thought about the housing market in August with 82% saying it's a bad time to purchase a home, matching the all-time high hit the uh, in the prior month. Only 18% said it was a good time to buy a home. So let's look at this chart right here. Lance, explain the chart. This chart is a record share of Americans. Uh, whoa, holy cow. Okay, so the, here's the chart. The chart always left to right with a timeline, right? Starts at about 2012, 2011, goes all the way to 2023. It's got a blue uh, graph line and then a, oh my God, a red one. And, and the red one is the time to buy. The red, yes, the red one is a good time to buy. It's at record lows right now. Like we're down to where kind of what I was saying is like my friend started to buy his when it was starting to uptick like in 2013 and then the blue is a good time to sell. So we have competing thoughts and but, trends, right? Where like, hey, it's a good time to sell. And people are like, yeah, it is not a good time to buy. No, it's, no, it's, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 20, all good time to buy was high from 2011 yep. to about 2020. Yep. And that actually makes sense because the interest rates were low. Even though the prices kept going high, the good time to buy slightly went down and then it dropped off of a cliff in 2021 and it stayed there. Yep. Um, and, and that's because in 2021, everything shot up in prices. But now, as, now, as we've all, all talked Gosh, about... I just feel like, Al, if we can make it through, and this is for everybody, everybody who's running businesses, if we can just make it through the next six months intact... You're gonna be in good shape. I like the the end has to be coming soon. The light at, at this weird stagnation. Sorry. Well, no, no, this is perfect. We'll have an. I internal, mean, I don't know what you think, but no, no, we'll have an internal meeting about this like in a week or two because I had some thoughts. But <clears throat> my Monday morning coffee, the second one that I've done, you, you'll listen to it. One well, of the, the whole year, it's mostly me. What? Just kidding. I'm just teasing. You. <laughs> a lot of it is like <laughs> I. It's good. It's fine. I'm not complaining. Every time I do an intro, I I, I want to you know I'm Alex Gore, not your normal host. Not hey. <laughs> can so, okay? Can you write this down? Can my nickname for the next episode be Lance carries the show, psycho? But you only carry Monday morning. Okay, I'm gonna write. Well, I'm writing something down. We'll okay. figure it out. Keep going. <clears throat> so the point that I this Lance Monday morning coffee. Psycho. Yes. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. It was, um, people need to remember recessions are temporary. Yes. And, and I think that that is such a great point because if you can get through, you don't want to downsize. You do not want to downsize, um, if it's going to come back up. So you have to know that and project that and see how long you can hold through and you have to cut costs that aren't people, right? Mm -hmm, if this mm -hmm. is happening. Yeah. And I'm not saying that everyone should be cutting costs. You should be lean and mean and, and, and all that, right? But that's the key. And, and my metrics are it's, it's either, it's either going to start turning around after March. And, and, and I know some people have varying degrees. I know some big firms like, like Gensler are laying off because they're in uh, San Diego in the tech area. Gensler's huge. They're laying off. Okay, that's a big deal. Yeah. Right. So it depends on which Where market you, you're in. Did you see this in a news headline or something? Can't tell you. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, I, yep. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, and it just depends what industry you're in and where you're at. If you were only doing high end houses, that might be good if people are paying cash. It might be bad if people needed a finance for it, right? If you make sense yep. for custom homes. Yeah. So, March, or if you think about it, uh, 
it, it, it could last. And I'm not saying it's going to be hard recession. It just might just be middle of the road, you know, not, not, not high peaks like you thought until after the election. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right? I know. Frick. They're just, I know. We're just pawns and hanging in the balance of all yes. things. Yep. Because it, is the election actually in November, like a year from now, right? Yep. 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 2024. Yeah. So. Tricky stuff. Anyways, let's <clears throat> move on because the next article, here's why 7% mortgage rates are so much worse for buyers now than 20 years ago. Because prices it, are crazy. That's Yep. Guess. Gabriel Cruz Martinez. And <clears throat> here, I won't go through more. Here's the point of it. The point of it is um, because there's less inventory. Hmm. That's why. Hmm. Because mortgage rates used to be this high, but people were still building, so you still had competition and stuff like that. There's way less inventory. Because what no a one pickle we're in, man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I. And what's crazy, too, is like 20, 2000 to 2002, it was this high. Seems like a long time ago. Maybe 20 years is a long time ago. It's 20 years ago. It's a lifetime ago. That's the way I think about life at this point in my life at, at 40 years old. I'm on my third life right now. Third life. Yep. Because, because here's why. Because like you, you, my family reproduces every 20, 20 years, right? Which is we're like rabbits. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. We're yep. like rabbits. Yep. I had my first child when I was 21. So it seriously, like that's the way I think about life now is I'm like, ah, like if I live till 80, let's say, you know, average male in the United States, 72 or whatever, maybe I live till 80 because I t hopefully take care of myself. Yep. Oh, okay. This is my third life, 40 to 60. Nice. Fourth one's going to be 60 to 80. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Yeah. <clears throat> what do we got next? You. Good. Good on me. Okay. Tyler Suomala, thank you for continuing to kill it. Thank you for posting... Two more awesome, uh, once my monitor gets pulled up here, two more very, very cool, wow, it is struggling, uh, ads for architects. So we've got some, he's got some billboards up. Again, thank you for killing it. And I'm going to have Al react to him here. You do as well on the YouTube. You could totally do it yourself. It only took us like seven years of college and a few years of all night and a few years of all nighters and six impossible exams. Yeah, you got it. Or, you know, you could hire an architect. Hire an architect. I love too because he could have kept going. You oh, know, yeah. Then you sure. got a job. Then you went through your hours. Then you did your test. <laughs> then you've been arguing. You've been arguing. You've been arguing and winning code interpretations yep. for 10 years with code officials. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. Sometimes you lose, but sometimes you win. You know, or you, know, you hire an architect. You hire an architect. Yeah. Next one. There are 976 pages in the International Building Code. Misunderstanding one page will cost you time and money. Hire an architect. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So thanks for all that. And then last thing we got before we sign off here is we have a nice read from uh, Primetime. Our, our, yep. Well, our bestie is going to read for Prime. Yeah. So this is Nick with Nick Reads. Reading for uh, Coach Prime. Hello, best friends. I hope you all had a great week this week. I know. Where have I been? Let me tell you. It's an amazing story. A reading. Are you serious? If not, 
I want you to become serious about everything that concerns you, the present and your future. Stop meandering through life and prioritize the things that can elevate you now. You get one shot at this thing called life, so seize the moment. Primetime Deion Sanders. Toodles. Uh, welcome back, Nick. It is great to hear your voice. Super excited about that. Can't wait to hear the story about where you've been. It sounds super exciting. Primetime is awesome. Yeah. We should have more quotes from him. We should we should find clips from him as well. Uh, done. And, and done. That's what I'll do. That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, congrats to the CU Buffs for beating TCU, getting into the rankings first after their first game after they won one last year. Yeah, is what Al tells me. Incredible stuff. Here's my here's my big question, Lance. How are they going to beat Nebraska and them when Nebraska is the home of Runza? Wow, fair enough. Like, don't they have an unfair advantage there <laughs> because they could just get Runza whenever they want? I guess, and they could eat it. Yeah, you got it. All right, if you like this episode, you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave us a positive comment. If you are uh, listening on iTunes, please leave us a five-star review. Send us gifts. We'll see you next week. Toodles.